letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories. From News Talk 830 WCCO, this is the All Local. And with the WCCO All Local, I'm Mark Fry. Here are the headlines for Tuesday, May 30th. Get ready for road construction. MnDOT starting a major project in the South Metro. Minneapolis police are investigating after a juvenile was shot and killed Monday and a scary moment for a Minneapolis woman who was attacked by a bear. But we'll start the WCCO All Local in St. Paul with yet another bill signing at the state capitol. Quite the celebratory feeling here at the Minnesota State Capitol with crowds still lingering about after the signing of a bill to legalize recreational marijuana. DFL State Senator Lindsey Port sponsored the bill in the Senate. It has been a joint effort and yes, because I love a good pun, but also because this is this really is a community-focused bill. Minnesota now becomes the 23rd state in the nation to legalize recreational cannabis. The first in the nation, though, to automatically expunge the records of people for past offenses. In St. Paul, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. The first day of summer isn't until June 21st, but that doesn't mean summer road construction season isn't already here. A major road project's getting underway along I-494 in the South Metro today as MnDOT makes a number of changes to improve safety, accessibility, and traffic flow. MnDOT's Jesse Johnson. We are adding easy pass lanes that's going to be from I-494 from Highway 100 to a 35W in both directions. We're also adding a new ramp um, at the I-35W and I-494 interchange. The project includes bridge replacements, including adding a new pedestrian bridge at Chicago Avenue. It's all part of the I-494 airport to Highway 169 project that should wrap up in the fall of 2026. A major highway crash in western Wisconsin early Monday morning killed two people and sent 12 others to local hospitals. It happened shortly before 6 a.m. on Highway 25 in Barron County. The sheriff's office says a van carrying 10 people collided with a car that had four teens inside. A 54-year-old man in the van and a 13-year-old boy in the car were killed. Three others are in critical condition. A sheriff's deputy was also injured trying to get people away from one of the vehicles that started on fire. The accident's under investigation. Minneapolis police investigating a shooting that left a juvenile dead in North Minneapolis Monday. It happened around 5.30 last evening in an alleyway near the 3700 block of Bryant Avenue in the city's McKinley neighborhood. It was there where police located a male with several gunshot wounds. He was transported to the hospital but later died. Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara. Certainly any death is tragic, um, but anytime you know we, we lose a young person, particularly on a holiday weekend, uh, that is particularly disturbing to, to all of us. Investigators from the 4th Precinct spent the evening canvassing the area to determine what happened and who was involved. So far, no idea the victim or any suspect information. Al Shock, News Talk 830, WCCO. Two teenagers are now charged in juvenile court in connection with a violent evening at Washburn High School in Minneapolis last week. It happened during Somali Culture Night at the school. A 17-year-old St. Cloud boy is charged with assault and the alleged stabbing of another teen. A 16-year-old Minneapolis boy is also charged with felony gun possession. The criminal complaint says he fired a gun at least three times. None of the suspects or victims attend Washburn High School. School. Declining staff numbers at Minneapolis 911 Center as recruiters looking to fill over 18 open positions. Director of Emergency Communications for Hennepin County, Tony Martin, spoke with Jordana Green on WCCO Radio, saying part of the reason for the shortage is that it takes extra willingness 
from employees to accept the responsibility of the job. Our staff here at the Fairfax Sheriff's Office is are taking about you know 100 uh, you know 125 calls on average in a day, and you have no idea what that call is going to be. Martin encourages potential applicants to apply no matter what their job experience is, only a high school diploma or equivalent is needed to be eligible. A new short-term and long-term facilities coming to the 38th and Chicago neighborhood now three years after the killing of George Floyd. People Incorporated CEO Jill Weideman-West says they've purchased a Victorian-style home near George Floyd Square that will provide some relief to local emergency departments. She says the location is deliberate. It was a life-changing situation that occurred that created fingerprints all over the place and I think the imperative for us bringing healing services there is quite important, not just to the neighborhood, but also um, I think, you know, our communities in general right now are in desperate need of a lot of healing. The 13-bed facility is expected to open in October. And a Minneapolis woman is recovering after a bear attack up north. Cass County Sheriff Brian Welk says the 65-year-old was staying at a cabin in rural Niswa, Minnesota, after letting her dog out around midnight, she heard it get into a confrontation of some sort outside. That's when she walked out and encountered the bear, who struck her on the chest and arm and knocked her to the ground. Family members inside heard the commotion and were able to scare the bear away. The woman was taken to a Brainerd hospital where she was treated for her injuries. She's since been released. Steve Simpson, News Talk 830 WCCO. Thanks for listening to the WCCO All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO.